Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yogainmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Donna Freeman of yogainmyschool.com, and I'm here today to talk about yoga for boys. In this episode, we have a special guest. Uh, uh, Ka- sorry, um, our special guest today is Aruna Kathy Humphreys of Young Yoga Masters, and uh, she has been practicing yoga since 1995, and in 1998, she became a kundalini yoga teacher, and then a number of years later, she decided to get into kids' yoga and doing all that, all focusing all of her attention on yoga for kids and all that that had to offer. Now, the interesting thing is that in my history, I actually used uh, Aruna's website quite extensively before I, or as I was developing my own style of yoga for kids, and um, it was great to be able to have the resources that she offers on her website and on her blog. And so we are hoping. I'm actually just waiting for uh, Kathy to uh, for Aruna to join us. And, um, and once she does, then we're going to get into this wonderful topic because she has been working on some great resources. Um, one is it's called Yoga for Boys, Yoga Man versus the Stressor. And as you visit her site, it's been developed with boys in mind and um, using their ideas to make this resource lots of great, um, let's see, what does it say? Um, there's very few resources for boys, and as you look and you say, okay, let's get them involved in yoga, let's get them going with this, um, you find a lot of things for butterflies and for princesses, for gardens and those type of things, and uh, and yet there's not a lot of things for boys, for superheroes, for all those kind of wonderful things, and I think Aruna has joined us. Hi, Hello, Aruna. Can you hear me okay? I can. Oh, great. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here, and I'm really happy to be working with yoga in my school. It's such a great resource. Well, thank you very much. We are pleased to be with you today, and I've just been visiting your website, checking out Yoga for Boys, Yoga Man versus the Stressor. <laughs> Yes, it's it's so it's been so much fun to do it, and I've been testing it out in schools and 
the boys are really responding well to it. They they like the whole action hero. Um, I, I lead off the little cartoons by saying, you know, we all have the responsibility of becoming the hero of our own lives. And they they really think about that. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to be the hero of my life. So it's been it's been really fun to do. Yes, and that's just it. You need to tap into what makes them tick, right? Yes. So before we get into all that, I need you to tell everybody a little bit about your background. I was telling them a little bit about, you know, that you became a kundalini yoga instructor and that type of thing, but what made you get into kids yoga? Hmm. The kids yoga actually sprang out of having so many friends who were having kids uh, when I started doing yoga, and they were just seeing how much it helped me in my own life, and they were noticing changes in me and they some of them started doing yoga as well and they were feeling it for themselves and they often just said you know I wish I had learned this when I was younger and they were starting to have kids and so they started asking me if I could teach their kids and when I first started teaching I thought oh you know I know yoga and I used to babysit kids so I can do this no problem but it was a little more of a problem than I realized it would be because when you get together a large number of kids who you're trying to bring a specific topic to them, um, it took a little more skill and finesse than I realized. And so I started teaching kids first by um, researching all about kids' yoga, but also I started working in a daycare uh, part-time to learn all the tricks that the teachers use in schools and in daycares to get the kids' attention and to manage the classroom. Um, So that was the beginning of it, and from there it's just grown and grown. It's always interesting when you go into a kid's yoga class. You actually need those um, classroom management skills, which you don't need for an adult class. The adults manage themselves, but the kids, they sometimes need a little bit of guidance, and people are often shocked. Yes, and the yoga part, um, you know, a lot of yoga teachers have covered, but the classroom management part is surprising. And I remember teaching in one kid's class um, one time, and a teacher came in who did yoga, and she saw us doing the kid's class, and she she said, I thought yoga was supposed to be quiet. (laughs) And kid's yoga just isn't quite like adult yoga that way. (laughs) Yeah, I had a teacher. Go ahead. No, it just does take, you know, skill and finesse to bring the kids back to that quiet spot so you can actually teach them what the next pose is or what the game is or the meditation. Yes, and that's really a vital skill. Now, today our topic is yoga for boys. Yes. And uh, which I find really interesting whenever people say, you know, I'm not doing yoga, that's not cool. Um, And... More and more, yoga is coming back to the boys in a way because it started with men. Can you kind of explain yeah. some of the tradition and, and some of the, the cultural assumptions that we have about yoga and how they're changing? Yes, I think it's it's so true. I think uh, from what I've heard, if in India, yoga was predominantly done by men. And you'll find most of the masters of yoga were men, and I think somehow when it came to the West, 
it it's such a great physical workout um, that women really jumped on board. And plus, then you add in all the meditation, which helps you relax and sleep better and be more stress-free. Um, so all, that was serving all the women. But I think somehow the men in the West saw it more as just maybe a health and fitness routine until they really dove in and found out what it was about. Um, so I, I found that in the West, when we look at especially kids' yoga, there's a lot of books that have boys and girls in it, but there are so many more books that are just directed at girls. Yeah. And there weren't that many things that I could find that were addressing what kind of really piqued boys' interest. And a lot of you know boys and, and men who are doing yoga, they're using it to enhance their sports activities or to give them more focus at work or making presentations or in their sales, having more confidence. And so boys really connected with that um, uh, that aspect of yoga is, is how much it helps build your strength and your confidence um, in expanding out to all aspects of your life. And now now yoga is, is starting to become more popular for boys where pretty much um, you know, most sports, football, basketball, hockey, tennis, golf, they, there's so many athletes who use yoga, but I really enjoyed at the Olympics seeing all those um, skiers who do these really, you know, death-defying moves, and you can see them using the focusing and meditation techniques before they, they mm-hmm. do their Olympic run to help keep their nerves calm, but also to they have their whole um, routine planned in their head and they're going over it as if they're doing it live. And so it really helps them shave the seconds off too to help them do better in their sport. Yeah, it so really it's, is, that mental it's focus. It's starting to become more, much more normal and, and popular these days. Well, they often say that so much of the game is a mental game, right? Mm. And that yoga can definitely give athletes that edge um, yes. with, with the clarity of thought and the focus. Yes, absolutely. So it's interesting that um, uh, most of the classes that I teach are very low in boys and men enrollment unless it's at a public school or something kind of where the whole class is involved. Um, and I don't, and I think that's fairly common. Unless it, there's also a trend now, though, for yoga classes just for boys and yoga classes just for men. What do you think of that trend? Yeah, I've noticed that trend as well, and it's interesting because in the schools and the daycares where it's part of the curriculum, the boys are enjoying it equally as much as the girls are. Um, so. I think a lot of it is just um, demystifying what yoga is so that more boys are willing to sign up. Because as you know, as a kids teacher, often if you ask kids what yoga is, they'll sit in, you know, lotus pose or easy pose and chant Mm Om. That's their first response. That's what yoga is. Um, But it's so much more than that. So a part of it is just demystifying it and letting them see images like yoga man or you know sports heroes and stuff doing yoga so they think oh yeah boys do that too Mm -hmm. 
Yes, we really have, like, a, a lot of people have this mental picture of a, a skinny, flexible, 20-something female doing yoga, and they're bendy, and, you know, <laughs> they can get into all these amazing poses, and yet you're like, well, that's, you know, not what yoga's about. It's, it's mm-hmm. from everyone from birth to old age and in between whatever your abilities or disabilities and whatever you want from it, you can get from it. And I'd like you, know, you say yeah. to demystify it is so important. Yes, exactly. Even in adult classes, I would love to see more men coming out. But in the classes I teach, most of my students uh, are a lot of people who are just working and who want it to, to um, de-stress from work and all the pressures of life. And... Um, there, not many are 20, like <laughs> like you see in the in the advertisements and the yoga magazines. Most of them are over to, over 30, over 40, over 50. Sometimes retired, all different body shapes, all different body sizes, and it it really does just work for everyone to decompress after all of the pressures of life. Yeah, I think there are a number of misconceptions about yoga, for, uh, especially for uh, guys as they approach yoga. That, you know, it's like, well, that's not a good workout. You know, women do that. It can't be tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or that it's, it's not competitive enough. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes guys really like, they like sports because they're competitive. Or sometimes they're worried that they're going to look silly. Um, they'll right. fall out of a pose or they won't be able to do it as well as their neighbor. Or that it's not macho. Right, right? or they it's have not, to wear spandex. Exactly. I'm not wearing yoga pants. Uh Uh-uh, you can't make me. (laughs) But the other thing that I hear a lot of is I'm not flexible, I can't do yoga. Mm. And I hear that a lot from guys. Mm -hmm. And how would you address any of those kind of misconceptions coming from a guy's point of view? Right. right? Um, You know, the way I approach it is is often referring to sports. So I'll, I'll often ask them if they play a sport, and if they do, I'll ask them, could you do that sport at the very beginning of it? And, you know, we we know that no one just jumps in and knows how to play hockey or skate on ice or hit a hole-in-one. And so um, yoga is the same thing. So you, you start off and then you build the flexibility and you watch it. You watch yourself get better and better at it. And that's usually something that they can relate to. And... The beautiful thing about yoga is, again, that it's not just a physical um, sport. It's um, it's a mental it's a mental relaxer as well, so to speak. So it also helps them focus more and improve the sports that they like to play or whatever that is important to them. It will spread out to that part of their life and improve that area as well. And I find that usually relates to boys and to men. Um, so I'll, I'll use that in boys. I'll, often, um, I'll even use video games. Like I find a lot of the boys that come to yoga in schools, um, by sometimes eight or nine years old, when they can't sit cross-legged with their knees down, their knees will be up mm-hmm. and their hips will be tight. And they play a lot of video games and sitting at the computer, sitting in a chair and hunched over. And, and uh, I'll even you know, use it will help them stay more relaxed when they're playing their video games and we'll use different meditations that they press different mudras and meridian points in the body that is almost like pressing 
the controller of your Game Boy or Xbox, and uh, and it makes just like uh, on the Game Boy when you press the controller, it makes something happen in the screen. When you press this finger, Gyan Mudra, first finger, mm-hmm. it helps you be wise. And so they relate to that idea of all the meridian points and introducing meditation and and going through the different levels like in a video game because most mm-hmm. most boys these days like video games if they think <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you have to go to them where they're where they're at and then just slowly work through the levels from there i really like that comparison to the mudras as as your 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 personal video game yeah yeah that that works for me and <laughs> i can just see a whole bunch of little you know 7 8 9 year old boys going Get it? You know, all of a sudden that light bulb will go on because you're talking, you're speaking their language. Right, right. Yeah, and it takes coordination to press the different mudras. And and some of the meditations we do, you're pressing different fingers in in a certain order, and they have to really focus and concentrate to be able to do it. So it builds that focus, and it builds the concentration for other things as well. That's that's really good. I'm I'm gonna play all. I'm gonna develop that whole thing. <laughs> One of my classes coming up. I'm like, oh, I like that. Um, I'll have to. I'll post a, a one of the meditations I use up on my my blog, or I can send it to you. And maybe. You oh, can. that would be fantastic. I'd really yeah. appreciate that because that, like I said, that just works in today's day and age, where so many things are technology based. Kids speak technology. Mm-hmm. And and they understand it, and so, you know, telling them other things may not you may not be able to connect. But most kids have a DS or they have a PS2 or an Xbox or whatever, and so they understand how how that works. Never mind, they've probably played with their mom and dad's iPhone. (laughs) They know how to get in there faster than their parents do. So yeah, so many parents ask their kids how to set them up these days, or even my friend told me he called a a helpline for his computer, and the computer help person asked if there was a teenager in the house. <laughs> and it, they spoke to the teenager instead of the parent. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a strategy. It's it's one of the strengths kids are bringing to our world. Well, exactly. So I, I like how you're using um, the vocabulary and the interests and those type of things. You know your audience. You know who you're teaching to, and that's so important um, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, but it, to be able to communicate effectively, you need to know who you're talking with. And I find that really important with boys, that sometimes in yoga classes when you kind of delve off into the spiritual, they, they glaze over. <laughs> and They're not like, yeah, yeah, next. Um, and so I find that a lot of times boys appreciate the entryway of yoga asanas or postures, the very physical yoga, as a doorway into that world. And then yeah. you can um, branch off. So can you give us some examples of what you do to, you know, they're just starting, and how do we get them to take that, those first tentative steps into the yoga classroom and the yoga world? Yeah, I, yes, that's a, that's a great uh, question because... Boys, um, when they approach yoga, and girls too, many girls too, um, but 
if they find it too hard at the beginning, they'll just be discouraged. So if I'm starting a new class, a mixed class, uh, usually it's mixed, um, with a lot of boys in it, uh, uh, there's certain poses that I find really work well with boys, and girls like them too. And one of the things I find is boys sometimes they have so much energy. Um, I remember one mom told me <laughs> that she felt like her son was like a dog, and she had to take him out and run him in the backyard. Like he just had to, he had so much energy and had to run and run and run. And some girls are like that too. So it, it's not that it's just one or the other. But I find in yoga is there are certain poses that really help to use that energy of the boys, and but it can't be doing something that's too hard. So there's there's usually three things I like to do with boys in the first class that help to use their energy, but um, they can accomplish and they can feel that they can do it. Um, it's not too hard. One is um, a, a pose called bundle roll. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a moving pose. I don't know if you know this one, Donna, or if you use it. It's the one where you lie down on the ground like a log and you make your body straight and your hands are at your sides mm-hmm. and you roll as if you were rolling down a hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no hill, so you're just rolling across all the mats. And for this one, I'll usually put all the mats in a row and we'll just roll we'll take turns rolling down the mats and all the kids will go one after another. And usually I'll, I might do this one like after a few warm ups. And I remember one class with some boys who were nine years old and they did this pose for about 10 minutes. They kept rolling and rolling and rolling and sweat was dripping off their face. And I would, I was, some of the girls in the class were stopping and taking rest and then they were jumping back in and I would say, okay, are you guys had enough? And they're like, no, <laughs> we want to go. So I find with boys, sometimes they need to go a little longer times than what I might do with, mm-hmm. if it was just girls in the class. And so I tried to provide space to let them keep going and going like so that they'll do that pose for 10 minutes. And they were just spent and exhilarated at the end of the 10 minutes. They were lying on the the mat and they couldn't have rolled one more inch. (laughs) But they were sweaty and happy and then we just went into the relaxation because we had already done a yoga set. Um, But just giving them that space to, to just keep going and going is one thing I find really useful for boys. So I don't know if you've ever found this yourself teaching. Sometimes you'll go, how long should we hold it for? Mm-hmm. You know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and sometimes they'll go, 100 seconds, 1,000 seconds, and I'll, go, I'll say, okay, let's try it. And so we'll keep counting and counting and counting. And I've had uh, the second pose I like to do with boys is table pose, mm-hmm. which is some, sometimes called in some types of yoga half wheel or bridge pose, but it's the one where you sit, um, on the floor and press your feet down and then press your hands down under your shoulders and you make yes. your body into a table. And this one, you'll see them they're starting to shake and it really works the nervous system. And the bundle roll is very good for grounding kids. Um, Yogi Bhajan, who, teach, who teaches the kind of yoga, the master of Kundalini Yoga, he said that the bundle roll helps kids um, focus and get grounded so it's good for kids with attention problems and and that 
Um, so doing that helps kids be grounded. And the table pose helps um, kids build their nervous system so they can be more relaxed and calm. And I've done this with boys, um, both in class and even at home with my nephews. And they've done it for eight eight minutes. They've held mm-hmm. this pose. <laughs> and they have, boys sometimes have this determination that they keep going and you'll see them and they're holding and they're, the sweat's dripping off their face and it's become a real challenge. But then after they do it, they're totally relaxed after. And not all kids will always do it for that long. That was exceptional. Um, but sometimes I'll let, I want the, when there's boys and girls in the class, I want everyone to just go for as long as they want to. And it's not important that the whole class go for the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I'll let, some kids can keep keep going and some kids will go down and come back up again and go down and come back up. But giving them the space to really work out um, through doing longer times, um, work out their energy. And so that's what I do with boys. And sometimes they only do it for a Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes for a lot longer. And the the third pose I like to do with boys is the sun salutation. And it's the same reason that um, it's very active and you can do one round of it or you can do 12 rounds of it. And it can, it can be, the t- length can be set by the class. And so that's what I look for when I'm teaching boys is poses that can be held for a long time that can help um, bring their energy into focus and help them get control of it and um, or can just be done for a short amount of time too. So that's my strategy when working with boys. I really like that. I like how you allow each individual in the class to express themselves and their needs that day at that time in their own unique way. Exactly. And that's a good point, Donna, because often one boy will do it for 10 minutes one day and the next day he won't even want to do it at all. <laughs> well, and exactly, and you've got to be flexible yeah. as the instructor. Um, I yeah. think more flexible teaching kids yoga than adult yoga. Most adults, they go to the class, they'll do whatever the instructor says because the instructor is, you know, <laughs> who's, who's in charge. And kids, you've got to be able to kind of sense what do they need today. Yes. Yeah. Especially when you're teaching kids after school because they've already had a full day. Mm-hmm. And so some of them have been very active and some have not been active at all. And so you don't want to be fanatical in your practice and you don't want to be too lazy and each child will need to work at their own pace. So it's, um, it is, it, you have to be very flexible. And, again, I find it just sometimes with the boys, it's a little surprising how long they will go. And I think some of you, uh, you you probably read my blog post about doing um, the bundle roll with the one boy, and then he he did it for so long the first class, and then the next class he liked it so much he brought two more of his friends to come to the class. And so that for him, that was a highlight for him. And he, you know, he told all his friends like, "Oh, this is so great! <laughs> you got to come and check this out." And so they did it again the next week with all the boys. Um, so it, boys like a challenge, and many girls like a challenge too. I don't want to say it's just one or another, but I find often boys they want to be offered the challenge, 
and um, and they really respond well to that. Yeah, I find that the the boys in my class they often will start very you know maybe a little hesitant, a little bit leery. It's like, hmm, I don't know what we're gonna do here, but I'm here, so I may as well participate. And then by the time they're finished, they're like, that was really great. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back for more, and who can I bring as a friend, and who can I tell about this? And it's often just the exposure and having a couple of really fun, um, active, physically active things to do, and then the opposite, the relaxation, that just it meets their needs so well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Because boys, they have, you know, they have so many social things going on and they have their worries and sometimes they'll even start to, you know, have trouble falling asleep at night or they're thinking about what's happening and all their responsibilities. So they do, they get the payoff similar to the adults do when it it just makes their whole life more enjoyable. And really, that's exactly what we're making. We're, we're creating competent adults and if we can teach in kids yoga, if we can teach the skills that the adults are going to need, you know, the stress relax, the stress reduction, the relaxation techniques, that once they're in the workplace and have all the demands that the adults have, then they know how to mm-hmm. use those. Yeah, and even hopefully, um, you know, that they also aren't afraid to take up a challenge, and you know, try not not settle in so many ways in that you know we we sometimes end up settling because we're afraid to try something that's going to be challenging or hard or against the mainstream um mm-hmm. and the all these experiences where i took up the the challenge and i met it or you know i i felt that feeling of exhaustion where i had nothing left to give you know mm-hmm. all those we carry around with us and they they're there when we are faced with other opportunities in our life. Like, should I, should I go for it, or is it too hard? Am I going to fail? Oh, it doesn't matter. I like that feeling of trying and really putting myself out there. Exactly. Well, we are nearly at the end of our half hour here. It has gone by so quickly. Wow. <laughs> so I just want to tell people where they can um, come to you for information. You are at youngyogamasters.com. And so if you have questions for Aruna, feel free to visit her website and check out all the wonderful work that she does. Also, your resource, Yoga for Boys, Yoga Man vs. the Stressor, when will that be available? Oh, it's so close to being done. And if I, fortunately, I was out of commission last week, but um, I'm, I'm back on track, so I'm really hoping it will be done over this weekend. Um, and all the drawings are done. There's... Um, a color coloring pages and the idea is as you know this is my first you know year of really getting to have blog friends all over the world <laughs> and i i get what kids say now when they say they have their internet friends and their you know their friends all over the world because i feel that way you know meeting you donna and just connecting with all other yoga teachers all over the world so the idea behind this is that you teachers can just download it and print it off whenever they need it for their classes. And they can give it to the kids to take home and, you know, remember, and the kids can color in the pictures, so they're coloring books. And then the the other part is the teacher's version, which explains how to do the pose and all the, all the 
positionings of all the different parts of the body. Um, so that's the teacher's version. That's all ready. And then there's the pictures of a couple of boys who are doing the pose from the front angle and the side angle, so you really get a good, get a good look at it. Um, and there's also 10 yoga games to play with the yoga man versus the stressor and um, the sun salutation games that go with it. So that's all done. It's just the final touches on the manual um, that I hope to complete this weekend and have it up and ready to go. Fantastic. Well, we will definitely look forward to the release of that. Yes, um, we all need more resources for teaching yoga to kids. And I really want to thank you for joining me today, um, for sharing your expertise and your insights on Yoga for Boys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm really happy to be uh, part of um, Yoga in My School's network of yoga teachers out there. Um, it's such a great resource as well. So thank you for that. Thank well, you for thank including you. me. <laughs> it's our pleasure. So this has been Donna Freeman with Aruna Kathy Humphreys. We have been talking about Yoga for Boys on this episode of yogainmyschool.com on Blog Talk Radio. If you'd like more information on yoga for kids and teens, be sure to visit yogainmyschool.com. You can also check us out on Facebook. We've got a fan page there. And I'm also on Twitter. If you go and look for at Donna K. Freeman, you will be able to find me and keep in touch on cyberspace with all those wonderful contacts. Wonderful experience talking about yoga for boys. Bring yoga to the men and the boys in your life and Hopefully they will be able to benefit um, from all of the wonderful things that yoga has to offer. And this is Donna Freeman signing off. Namaste. Namaste.